0: Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, the podcast where two best friends use their patent penny movie ranking scale to determine the true quality of a film. Today is Wednesday, August 16th, 2023. Happy anniversary to my parents. And oh. today, we are reviewing nothing. Yeah. Two best friends aren't using their patent-pending movie scale to detem- determine the true quality of a movie. That was just off memory. I think I nailed that. Though. Mine's always off memory. I don't even have it written down anymore. Yeah, but you say it. I do say it every week. Look, so, you know, Gran Turismo kind of screwed us. That was the, the planned movie and then it got pushed back two weeks and we had nothing this week. And instead of doing an older movie or doing some streaming movie that's not very good or this, that, or the other, we we decided we would try a, a – I don't want to call it evergreen but just a more general discussion format. Maybe this is a better barrier of, barrier of entry, lower barrier of entry for listeners. You know, they don't have to watch the movie to listen. And we can kind of just banter about – uh about the things we love and that's movies I mean we got some harsh criticism from my father here recently that we our, our podcast is boring so maybe this is the switch up we need Ty broke my heart to hear it and maybe this is something we could do you know not all the time but you know instead of forcing a really bad movie or a low stakes movie or whatever it a movie is that no one cares about um, yeah maybe we could do this more and especially this is kind of a better approach with the writer strike right now because we're gonna have some <laughs> some dry yeah. some dry moments. All that being said, today we are breaking down 10 popular movies that need a sequel, that we want to make a sequel, and we're going to describe what we think that sequel should be. And we're also going to break down 10 movies, popular movies, that should never get a sequel. Now, some some rules to this. Can't be a movie that's already confirmed for a sequel. It could be a movie that's previously gotten a sequel – No continuation on the series type thing. Um, And it can't be a movie that's like very – obvious. okay, for example, like Avatar. That's not going to be movies that need a sequel. And the movies that should never get a sequel. We stayed away from the obvious ones like Oppenheimer. Everyone knows that's never getting a sequel because it's a biopic. Like, Obviously, that's not going to make the cut. So we tried doing stuff that we could see ourselves. We could see studios. Yeah, there's a world where that sequel is made. And honestly, with the way Hollywood's going, they probably will get made. Yeah So I don't know It's going to be a fun podcast tie. I'm excited to see What movies you bring to the table And I think it's going to be a good show I can't wait It's going to be the 60% show 60% of the time It works Every time What? Did we just become best friends Yup I don't know <laughs> I'm not fucking leaving <laughs> Show goes off. All right, Ty. So this was my idea. So I only think it's fitting if I go first in our back and forth snake draft, but alternating movies that need a sequel, movies that don't need a sequel. Yeah, a sort of kind of snake draft. Now this was an interesting uh, thought experiment for me because as I was making my list of movies that need a sequel, if I if I put down every single movie that needed a sequel, I, my list might be thirty. But I noticed a lot of them were similar. Like, I don't want to give away too much, but, like, I didn't want to, like, you could make a case that, like, any good Pixar movie that hasn't got a sequel, you could just say it should get a sequel because it's a good Pixar movie. That's not Toy Story 5. Yeah. Um, because Counterpoint, Incredibles 2, and Finding Dory. No, okay. Fair. fair. Um, I also could have done any stupid comedy. Any, you yeah. know. So as I was doing this list, I noticed there was some overlap and you know little fourth wall break we already know each other's list because we wanted to come prepared and not have to scramble part of the list but yeah. um a movie that's similar to my number one that was going to be on my list but i said it's too similar i want to switch it up was a movie like happy gilmore it was like okay like sports comedy yeah whatever like i don't i don't want to get too pigeonholed because these are kind of just like our favorite movies that can have sequels law-abiding citizen is not going to be on here because he's dead but yes i was trying i'm let me tell you (laughs) when i sat there for a minute thinking of how we can make a sequel work for that well a little how about a little appetizer until we get into the list itself it's just centered around jamie foxx and you just get another badass gerard butler can't be in it but you get jamie foxx interacting with another law-abiding citizen maybe the ghost of gerard butler helps this guy (laughs) beat jamie foxx i'm for it okay i'm for it or yeah gerard butler becomes like a cult icon yeah and then he's like following in Gerard Butler's footsteps, and he has like dreams where he's talking to Gerard Butler yeah. and Gerard Butler he... he's wearing a Gerard Butler mask when he commits <laughs> his crimes yes. yes that's that's the plot. The guy just got that weird surgery to make himself look like Gerard Butler. it's like face off, yeah, and then we cast Gerard Butler, fuck, yeah, there's I'm back a... <laughs> there, there's a little Gerard preview. Butler has a twin brother who also had the same <laughs> yes. unfortunate no. events happen to that's him that's what it is it's his twin brother, yeah. it's his twin brother, <laughs> oh that's fucking great. <laughs> Uh, oh. All right. What do we got for your first movie, Jay? Movies that need a sequel. This is something we've actually talked about on the pod before. I think we've gone down this exact rabbit hole. Um it's it's a movie that look, we had two very we had two popular comedies that we loved, our favorite two comedies growing up. One of them got a sequel that one of us doesn't love. I'm still sad about that. Correct. And the other one has not got a sequel yet. So I think Might as well bat 500 for you and make another sequel. That's a sequel to Talladega Nights, Ty. Oh, yeah. And I think there has never been a better time than right now to do a Talladega Nights sequel. Because 10 years ago, you could have done Daytona Nights, and you could have done whatever Nights, you know. And it yeah. it would have been fine, but it's like, what's different about it? You know what I mean? Like, And then you're going down like the Cars 3 route, like where it's like, what exactly are we doing here? Is Ricky Bobby just mentoring someone? Which could be yeah. part of it. Now with the explosion of F1. Oh yeah. And how obviously F1's always been around, it's always been very popular worldwide, but the explosion of it in the states, you have an easy through line here, man. I oh, mean 100%. I think I I, I want to bounce ideas off of you. I don't have like a concrete idea. It's obviously F1 related. Yeah. I think we get I think you get F1 to like partially like produce this. Yeah. I think you get them in because it would be great for them too. You get a cameo by Louis Louis Hamilton just oh, like we got the yeah. Dale Earnhardt cameo in Talladega Nights. Fuck yeah. I think, you know, I think Ricky Bobby's. A- Go ahead. Do you have a name? I don't. Knights of Le Mans. Knights of Le Mans? Yeah. 24 hour Le Mans. What's it that? What's I don't know. What it's that like is. the biggest fucking race. It's not just F1, <laughs> but it's like the biggest fucking supercar race. That's what we just put the fucking NASCAR into, or it was like, what the fuck is a kilometer on TikTok? Mm. You didn't see those videos? No. Uh, they were great. Okay. It's I love it. It's Ford versus Ferrari. That was the 24 hour Le Mans. I like the name Le Mans. Yeah. Um, Sounds sick. I I think it's something like Ricky Bobby is on his way out. I think actually – I think he's retired. I think the movie starts and we have Ricky Bobby, the commentator. Oh. Like he's coming in the booth? He's commentating the races. Gets fired because obviously Ricky Bobby would get fired from being an analyst. 100%. Um, And then something happens. He gets – he's pissed off. He got fired. He goes on a shit face bender in Vegas, and it just so happens to be the week that F1's going in Vegas. And oh. Ricky Bobby's that guy that you and I have joked about, the drunk guy who just happened to be in Vegas when the F1 race was going on, and is very confused. Yeah, real pissed off at the inconvenience <laughs> of getting back to his hotel. <laughs> That's Ricky Bobby. And, you know, he runs into an old friend, Sasha Baron Cohen, whose character's name is escaping me at this moment, runs into him at a casino or something. You know, you could do a similar scene where it's the pool scene. Um, You obviously don't want to keep doing the same stuff over and over again. But, you know, and he talks him into it. Maybe he's retired because he retired to go tend to his horses. Jean Girard. Jean Girard. He retired to go tend to his horses. Jean Girard, Ricky, I will train you. Oh. And he becomes Ricky's, like, trainer, a little, little, like, kind of Apollo Crews story. Yeah. Because, obviously, what's his name? is dead. R.I.P. Um, The crew chief in oh, real life. Oh, yeah, 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 Um, I don't know his name. And then you get, you know, and then that's when Will Ferrell can his comedic chops can keep going, and it's kind of the journey of of Ricky Bobby trying to learn to drive F one, being outraged by the cultural differences of F one, real pissed off that he's got to turn right. <laughs> yes, yeah, and that's one of the jokes. It's like <laughs> it's a right turn, and he just turns left straight into the wall, yeah. like his first practice <laughs> practice lap. Um, and you just let him flex his 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 you know comedic chops. You let him get back in that character as an older Ricky Bobby. Will Ferrell's getting up there in age. There's not very many years he could do this and it would be believable. Yeah. So I think we got to pull the trigger now, and we got to get with Mr. Will Ferrell and his agents. Yeah, I mean, you gotta you gotta make up it up. You got a little little bit of de aging, maybe a little Mm -hmm. CGI to help him look a little bit younger, so that way he's on like the last leg of his career, you know. Yeah. And it's like, what's this? What's this old guy doing trying to switch over? Oh wait, he's got the greatest fucking, you know, French driver of all time in John Girard. Yeah. Mentoring and guiding him. And I don't know how it plays in the year 2025 when this comes out, this hypothetical movie. Mm-hmm. But, like, one of the things they leaned into in Talladega Nights was, like, the the American and French stereotypes. You know, kind of oh, like yeah. the dumb redneck stereotype and then the French stereotype. With F1, there's a lot of stereotypes you can lean into. So many stereotypes. I've mentioned cast John Cena as, like, the yoked, roided German driver who's just a, a road rage and gets in a fight. I would love that. With Ricky Bobby. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have to be the main villain, but he could just be, you know, one of the drivers, and then you can get, you know, an ensemble cast of the different nationality of drivers. An English, yeah, you can just go all these, all these different ways, man. Get Jason a Scarsgard the, the very serious British driver. Yes, that'd be wonderful. Yes, so I, I think uh, there's a lot of potential for this, and I, I don't know how it hasn't been even in consideration. I, look, it would hurt me and it would piss me off. You get a Vin Diesel cameo in there as one of the drivers, <laughs> as a joke. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I love that pick. That's a great pick. Obviously, it's one that I would have also used because, I mean, that feels like our go-to whenever we're talking about movies that need a sequel. Yeah, man. I would... I I People don't do this anymore, but I would camp out to see it at midnight. Like, I... No need to. We'd have our tickets already bought online. I would have... <laughs> but I would have done it anyways yeah. for the experience. Yeah. Um, It's worth it. Apparently, sorry, a little bit more of a tangent about Talladega Nights 2. A 2015 article, Adam McKay... Said that uh, they were talking about Talladega Nights too. We had an idea about Ricky Bobby that he goes over, goes and drives over in Europe. You know, so it could be like an international, more of an international type movie. American Driver going to Formula One. We yeah. kicked it around a little bit. Here we That's go. Cars two, right? That is Cars two, pretty much. <laughs> okay, without the secret agent side plot. Yeah, we don't need that. Okay. Um, look, reopened conversations. McKay and Farrell come back together. Yes. Oh, aren't they beefing? Yeah. Oh, This is going to be the one that brings them back, though. It's fine. This is never getting fine. made. No, no, no. It'll be fine. All over that stupid winning time show. <laughs> stupid fucking Lakers show. <laughs> fucking Lakers. What's your first movie <sighs> that needs a sequel, Ty? All right. My first movie here, Jay. Now, look. This is a movie that I've seen very recently, but it's one that you hyped up for a while. You you told me it was great. You almost had to spoon feed it into my mouth to make me watch it. Yeah. Um, That's Edge of Tomorrow. Great movie. Tom Cruise Banger. Um, fresh on your mind. Very fresh on my mind. And when I watched it, the only thing I could think of is, I need six more hours of this. <laughs> because it's just futuristic sci-fi with Tom Cruise kicking ass and time travel. And it's it's just, they fight things, they die, they start over. Yeah. And that works. That works for me. I don't need much more than that. You do a sequel. My idea for the sequel is obviously they defeated the aliens in the first one. They come back in the second one. Aliens come back revamped. Ready mm, to fucking go. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. said, hey, we almost won the first time. We're going round two. Same aliens, but a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. More of the, because the alphas are what like reset the timeline type yep. thing. A lot more alphas this time. Yep. Tom Cruise is like, hey, we've done this before. Don't worry about it. Gets his team together to go fight everyone. They get there. They get cornered. A group of people die. They're all now attached with the alphas. If any of them dies, it resets. So it's not just Tom Cruise this time. Okay. And you just get a whole team of people training, resetting fighting this war, more aliens, more budget because people are going to fucking love this. Tom Cruise is as high as he's ever been right now for marketability. Um, it's, yeah. it's just, it needs to happen. Tom Cruise sci-fi action is wonderful. Well, you you are a noted Tom Cruise fan. Do love me some Tom Cruise. Um, in, in movies. He's made some great sequels and <laughs> a little transparency here. I looked up, not that I was going to use any, but I was curious on what the people think, movies that need a sequel. I looked up like movies that people want a sequel of and this was on like every list i don't know if you did that too i actually didn't see this on any of the Um, uh, lists i saw two only two lists and it was on both so when i say every list that's the number's pretty small but it's this is a well-beloved movie it's a movie i wasn't i wasn't familiar with its game you know it's been out since what 2014 2015 i definitely wasn't familiar with its game i spoon fed it to you just like i'm trying to spoon feed you game night because let me tell you game night's not on my list but if you would have seen it, it might be on your list because that movie's hilarious game night party pack the sequel yes okay fine with it (laughs) jesse plemons great in game night i know you're not a jesse plemons guy this movie changed my opinion on jesse plemons but back to edge of tomorrow i love it i think tom cruise and emily blunt are fantastic and uh yeah you could do some more things maybe like toy around with time maybe time moves backwards at some point maybe that's the new wrinkle i don't know they're fighting in reverse like tenet I haven't seen Tenet. Oh, they fight in reverse. Something. You could definitely <laughs> Tom Cruise dies and he's a baby. He's got to live out his whole oh, life again. Oh shit. <laughs> That's a full reset. That that would suck. That would be miserable. Um and you could do like the Flash maybe ooh. Maybe do like the Flash subplot spoiler alert for Flash as you know in the podcast listeners spoilers carry over. So 100%. we've already reviewed Flash so yep. it's fair game. Tom Cruise fights old Tom. Old Brittle Tom Cruise, old mad Tom Cruise, who maybe just we keeps get going through the loop. maybe we get like Harry Potter. I don't know which one it is, but where he he in order to defeat the enemy, the again he has to go back and defeat the enemy like better the first time, and he has to go back and watch himself in the first movie. Mm. Mm, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like, hey, we thought you we did- didn't beat him good enough. We thought we won the first time, but no, we just stopped. Like this group, if we want to do it right, I've got to tell him how to do it. To kill all of them. Stop this from ever happening. And happen. then that only happens in like an hour and you think it's over. And then it's not over. Something else happens. Yeah. And they got another battle. That's a fun thing with the edge of tomorrow, baby. It just keeps resetting. You never get to tomorrow. <laughs> What's your first movie that should never get a sequel, Ty? All right. So obviously there's a couple lines of thinking for movies that should never get a sequel. There's movies where it's just like, please, for the love of God, stop fucking making this. If it qualified, you would have done Fast and the Furious as your number one pick, one hundred percent. But there's already sequel lined up, yeah. So I can't cancel that one, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but in the same line of Tom Cruise movies, I don't need a sequel for Top Gun Maverick. You're just cruising it up, baby. I just we're going back to back Tom Cruise to start the draft. Top Gun Maverick. I think the way that they did it with the first one, and then huge time jump into the second one, it's the perfect send off for this kind of character. This kind of story. And I think, like I said, there's two lines of thought. There's the first one where it's stop fucking making these. And there's the second one that's don't fuck with this property. You've done it. The story's complete. Don't extend it out and make me not want to, like, don't make a gross like, terrible version of Top Gun. Okay, if I was going to play devil's advocate with you here, wouldn't you say that all of the 80s and 90s people who loved Top Gun Top Gun? Is it just Top Gun the first one? Yeah, Top Gun. They probably had the same argument with Top Gun Maverick. Maybe. They were wrong. I'm right. Now, I want to say, and I we can kind of go down this path with all of these, there is a way for them to do this. Oh, 100%. And maybe there's a way for them to do it good. What if Tom Cruise isn't involved? Is that still pissing you off? What if- Oh, that fucking, that grinds my gears. Top Gun. That gets me Colin. Colon. Eating. Rooster. Oh, no. Miles Teller as the lead. No. Not at all. Don't fuck with it. Top Gun is the movie, it's the story of of Maverick. Mm -hmm. You get the beginning, him becoming a pilot, school. You get the end of him, the grizzled mentor, leading the charge, one last mission. Leave it alone. It's perfect. Just because something's good doesn't mean we need a million versions of it. Okay. Other counterpoint. What if there's a glo- another global pandemic that we need saving from at the box office? In that case, <laughs> if <laughs> there is You'll one, allow it. if we need one man to come back and rejump and you know, save cinema, <laughs> I will allow for Top Gun. But maybe he'll save cinema with Edge of Tomorrow too. Oh. Yeah, I just No, you're right. No. No, he doesn't even if there's another pandemic. Tom Cruise can save it with any of his movies. <laughs> Not Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning Part One, because that movie did not do Luke, well. Man, it got bullied by fucking Barbenheimer. It did. There's it nothing did. he could do. It's still like the sixth highest grossing movie of the year. That seems a little high. I, you're probably right because the box office has sucked this year. Because I, can, I don't think I could tell you five movies that made more. I could Eight. tell you three. I apologize. No. It is the eighth highest grossing movie of the year, domestically or overall. Uh, overall. Well, I'm surprised. Yeah, I know you love Top Gun Maverick. Um, But let's. You'd still get a little excited if they made it, right? You'd be upset, but you'd still be a little. little It's one of those things like it's. I got to take my medicine. Yeah, Yeah, would I like this? You know, would I get excited at the thought? Yes. Should they do it? No. So you're scarred by Anchorman 2. This is the Anchorman 2 pick. Yes, this is the Anchorman (laughs) 2. Leave it alone. First was a masterpiece. (laughs) All right, I like it. Uh, My second pick, Ty. Another sequel I think I've talked about on the podcast, and this was probably predictable. You probably knew this was coming. Oh, no, sorry. I'm doing movies. I should never get a sequel first. Totally almost messed up the format that I started. Could have fucked it up. Number one, I don't think they're ever going to do this, so this might be a little bit of a cheater pick because I feel like if they would have done it, they would have done it by now. And that's Back to the Future. I mean – I don't know, man. They waited a while for some of these. I could see it. Well, that's the thing is you look at what Hollywood has become – in the last 10 to however many years, it's been milking 80s properties. Like, we got yeah. the Jurassic Park back. We got Star Wars back. We got another – two more Indiana Jones movies. Like, if you were a popular – I'm surprised they haven't made a fucking Goonies movie. That movie's not on my list because I didn't think it was very good. So maybe it shouldn't be – never get a sequel, but I just don't care enough. Only watched it like once. Um, And some of these, like E.T. and stuff, like, I don't think that could ever be a sequel. Back to the Future is a very – Easy IP for them to pick up on and redo if they wanted to. And I think they should just leave it as is. Look, first and foremost, the lead actor um, probably can't act in it. So you'd probably have to cast someone else, which would just be like, why are we even doing this? Or are you going to CGI his face on someone else and then that's just like a mess? Um, B, Doc, whatever the doctor's name is. I can't think of it right now. Um, Doc Hudson. Is he dead? I have no idea. He's very old in those movies. Dr. Emmett Brown. Maybe Hudson's his nickname? No, Doc Hudson is Cars. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> um who is he played as? Doc Brown. Played as played by Who the hell is the actor? Christopher Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd, thank you. I couldn't think of his 84 name. Eighty four years old still kicking it. Okay, so we got we gotta hurry up. If we <laughs> want if they wanna do this. But we don't want to do this. Counterpoint though, eighty four years old. He's only a few years older than uh Indiana Jones, and he's still an action star, so Okay, yes, but I just think the first three movies are good. Dare I say the best sci-fi trilogy of all time? Maybe not better than Star Wars, but it's up there. Maybe number two? Maybe. It's not better than Star Wars. You've never even seen them. Star Wars? Back to the Future. I've seen one and two, and just on that alone, unless three is like... (laughs) Three is the worst one. (laughs) Yeah, see? There's just no chance it competes. Which is another reason why they shouldn't do it. Yeah, just don't touch it, and if they were to do it they'd probably go even more back in time or they'd go into the future from now. But it's like at this rate, like, look, you've gone back to the freaking Western times. You've gone the first one, you know, you go, go back 30 years. Number two, you go in the future, 30 years. Like, let's just leave it alone. We don't need a 2023 version where they go to 2053 or 2055. I know my dad would be stoked. He'd probably love it no matter what, but let's be honest, dad, it probably would suck and it would probably hurt you. Yeah. What, now, what if it's a full franchise reboot? I'm not for that either. Okay. I, I just, I'm just i including those in the sequel. You talks. can do a time travel movie without slapping the Back to the Future name on it. Yeah. Avengers Endgame. Now, they do do other stuff with the IP. There's a Back to the Future musical, which uh, once it's in Pantages, I want to take my father because he really liked the one musical he went to. What do you go to? Wicked. Oh. Um, and it's it was helped written by Robert Zemeckis, the guy who did the movie. So, it's not just like a random you know, yeah. adaptation. It's like <laughs> somewhat part of it. So just don't make it a movie though. Okay. I don't hate it. Back to movies that need a sequel since I almost jumped the gun there. Yeah. A movie that you probably knew was going to be on my list. Ty, a movie that the hardcore listener should know is on my list. It's my favorite animated movie of all time. Mitchell's versus the machines. Yeah. Um, this movie, anytime I get in a conversation with someone about like movies, they should watch. This is the first movie I tell them not cause it's, it's the greatest animated. It's not the best movie ever, but it kind of, didn't get as much love as I feel like it should have. It was released during the pandemic. It didn't get a theater release. It had a name change. It it just kind of got buried. And I think if this got a theater run and got that widespread, you know, got a red carpet and got all that, like it could have been not a huge movie, but it could have been maybe a little bit of a cult following. Instead. It's like, do people even know about this movie? Are the croods more popular? (laughs) They definitely are. Unfortunately. No, I think that that's a great point. It's a really good movie to, you know most people haven't seen it and you know once they watch it, they're gonna like it. Yeah. So it's, a, it's a great recommendation. Anyone movie. can like it. Like yeah. you don't there's people who aren't gonna like Oppenheimer. But like it's hard not to like this movie. Now, and I think there's a way to do it. You wait five, six years, however many years, and it's kind of just a similar story. I don't care if we're just kind of rewashing it. You could change different elements, but it's the little brother. It's his turn to go off to college. Yeah. And he might not be a filmmaker, so maybe you have to do something different. But, like, the whole— well, the sisters documenting him leaving for college? Well, I was thinking maybe, you know, and this is where the filmmakers have to do their filmmaking. I'm not a filmmaker yet. I realize I said yet. Love that. Um, the, if he has his own unique style, that's what I loved about Mitchell vs. Machines is it's kind of made through the, the, the main character's style. You make this one through his style. I don't know what his style is. But maybe you try to do it that way, or you could just go back and have it be the sister style. But then instead of robots, it could just be like freaking dinosaurs or something. Dinosaurs came back. He's not. He doesn't like dinosaurs anymore. He's a 17-year-old. Dinosaurs are lame. Yeah. Boom. Dinosaurs come back to Earth.
1: They now have, what are you going to do? They have
0: all that technology and stuff. Maybe that's like his thing, and he accidentally like drastic worlds it. Okay. And he just, oops, dinosaurs are running around with us. Mm-hmm. The family's got to stop the dinosaurs, put them back in their time. Something. I just want more of that. That. I guess you wouldn't really get the father-daughter dynamic because this would be a different main character, but that family dynamic, the comedy, the crying—I just want it. Yeah, I, it's Mitchell's versus the dinos. Another the thing, dinosaurs. I don't know. <laughs> Another thing for me with with the movies that need a sequels is I'm really big on like if they built a world that I want to see more stories told in. So yeah. not even necessarily like just the main character or something, but like if there's a way where a sequel can be even better than the first one. Mm-hmm. I like that. I think with the animation style and the world that they built, Mitchell's versus the machines, they can make a sequel that is to par or better than the first one. Yeah, and I, would I think agree. that that's huge. That's when it's feels authentic and worth making a sequel. I agree wholeheartedly. That's why I was on my list. Great pick, Jay. What's your second movie that needs a sequel? My second movie that needs a sequel. Um, look, man, I'll, I'll I'll ride your coattails here. I'll do another animated. This is a movie I've been banging for. Not enough people appreciate. Very similar with the, the COVID release. Um, oh, what, gosh. That's Ray and the Last Dragon. Stinker. Great fucking movie. And one of my favorite movies um, in the last couple of years in terms of world building. Because like they have this whole fucking dynamic of these different regions. And, and obviously, there's you know a lot of Asian influence on it and stuff. But the way that they built these worlds with all these different areas and shit. And you just get a little taste of all of them throughout. I need more of that, I need that in my fucking veins. They did build a world, and it was it was wonderful. It, I fucking was hooked in. I believed it. I was like, all these people hate each other now. All these people used to love each other. Their own distinct characteristics and stuff about it. I want that explored more. Is Raya similar in that regard to Avatar: or The Last Airbender? Is that why you like it? No, like they don't they don't bend things. No, but like there was a world that used to be together and now it's kind of oh, apart shit. because of their differences and everything changed when the fire nation attacked yeah yeah fuck maybe that is the connection there i haven't <laughs> realized it i love me some avatar the last airbender no i just think that there's that world i want to see more stories told in it and with that I think there's a way where, like, everyone has come back together now at the end of the last movie. I don't even remember what happens in that movie, I'll be honest with Whatever. <laughs> Everyone's come back together. All the <laughs> dragons are back. They've saved everything. And I think there's a way where you do the movie where everyone is together and, and everything's prosperous and peaceful now finally again. And then something shows up and is just out to fucking kill all the dragons. And then you get this thing of everyone trying to team up. Evil and dragon. To pre- Ooh, big dragon? Big evil dragon. Big evil dragon. Yeah. Who's like, look. I want to be the only dragon. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> there That's it is. a great way of doing it. And then you get all the different fucking, I don't know what they call them. Countries, territories, fucking mm-hmm. lands coming together to defeat the big evil dragon. Who's trying to take over everything. You still get the, uh, you know, the action and everything. Animation looks great. I would love that. That needs to happen. I will say Rhea had the best, uh, action of an animated movie. Maybe I've ever seen. So, well, uh, uh, Spider-Verse yeah. number two. Non-comic book action. Yeah. It was yeah, pretty it a pretty good movie. It was wonderful. It was done great. And gave I need an more 88. It. I did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I gave it an 84. Really Still a very good score. Yeah. Well, it's a good movie. It's a great movie. Another one that didn't get enough love. Maybe I need to rewatch it on a plane like I did Mitchells vs. the Machines. That's fair. What's your uh, second movie that should never get a sequel? <sighs> second movie that should never get a sequel, Jay. Um, <sighs> we just brought it up, so I'm just going to... I'm just going to rip the Band-Aid off here. It's the Jurassic World movies. <laughs> You're sick of them? I'm so sick of them. Stop doing them. Everything has been, everything has been done with that franchise. They've, they've gotten to a point where they just feel so cash-grabby. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, they brought the old stars back for the last one. They did. Jeff Goldblum, baby. It's the most cash-grabby thing they can do. And yeah. we still, years later, after promising that we would review that movie, have yet to review Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> never watched it. I made a guarantee on this podcast. <laughs> Maybe that's what this week should have been. Uh, <laughs> Jurassic World Dominion. No, instead review. it's me shitting on Jurassic World. <laughs> was that even the more most recent one, or was that the second one? No, Jurassic World Dominion was the, the most recent one. Okay. Oh, yeah, it was. Okay. Um, You just got to stop doing it. Like, th- this franchise has been rebooted, and it, maybe it was a little bit of fun for the first one, way less fun for the second one, TBD on the third. Um, But these kind of things, like, once you've explored an idea – so far you're not doing anything different with it yeah so like why do you just keep rehashing the same shit take this budget take this cgi budget for all these fucking dinosaurs give me a new story an original ip but stop just fucking milking every last penny out of these ips that you can because you don't have any other good ideas on what to make well let me tell you something even jurassic world dominion made a billion dollars (laughs) so i don't know if your petitions will reach i don't care Reach Universal. This is this is completely money aside. Stop making these. You know Disney gets a lot of shit. Universal's pretty has the cash grabby stuff too. Now Universal also does more thought provoking and you know not cash grabby stuff. But like you look at like they do Jurassic World, they do Fast and the Furious, they do Minions, you know Despicable Me. Like they find their franchises and they milk those things. They milk them dry. Yeah, 100%. I, I I think Disney gets most of the shit for it because they are... I mean, it's Disney. It's its own unique thing. But everyone does it. At the end of the day, the only thing these production companies and studios care about is making as much money as possible. They don't care about art or making something new and original. Wow. I wouldn't say all of them care. don't care about that. I think all the big ones don't. <laughs> no, yeah, the studio exec. Definitely don't care yeah. about making art. And all They're that. so tired of movies, they could give two fucks. They probably all hate movies. So are we going to... I wonder, is this... Uh, have they con- came out and confirmed that there'll never be another sequel? Hand up, never looked it up. Could be one in production. It says it's the final installment of the Jurassic World trilogy. So you're saying don't Jurassic do another... Jurassic tr- Universe. Yeah, you're saying don't do another trilogy. Yeah. Do, do not continue this franchise any further. Well, as, leave it be. as two people who have never seen... Um, Jurassic World Dominion because we never reviewed it. Um, I will say we missed out because it says that this wraps up the trilogy, but it leaves problems for them to solve in the next, I don't know. Oh, God. I lost it. They left it open-ended. There's still dinosaurs on the run, isn't there? Jurassic World Dominion may be the finale of the second Jurassic Park trilogy, but this film sets up a major problem for future installments in the franchise. God damn it. Stop doing it. It added new elements that the franchise hasn't seen before. Yeah, because that stupid fucking girl hit the button and let all the dinosaurs into the world. And how many people she killed? Dinosaurs roamed the planet in Jurassic World Dominions. Yeah. Humans have had to adapt to handle the invasive species. Yeah. Imagine you just want to go pick up fucking dinner. Sorry, kids. Dad's car got ate by a fucking T-Rex. Director Colin... God, insurance companies would have such a headache. Good. Screwing... I'm... I will take a stand. I'm anti-insurance companies. Oh, I hate anti... I hate do yes. <laughs> <No>, hate anti <laughs> hate insurance companies we dire- pieces of shit director colin Trevorrow has said that jurassic world dominion quote changes the dna of the franchise with his plans for future sequels relying on the coexisting stories that the third jurassic world sets up future movies could succeed by focusing on this world building possibly focusing on dinosaur traffickers or members of the dfw's dinosaur hunting squad so we're gonna get dinosaur trafficking they already did that they were fucking auctioning off the one fucking raptor in the first or second Jurassic World. Does Chris Pratt die in this? I don't know, man. So in Jurassic World 9, they'll bring back Chris Pratt. Yeah. Look, say what you want, though. Velocicoaster. Great roller coaster. I'm No. No sequels. Fine with any rides being made on these IPs. <laughs> okay, fair. Movies that should never get a sequel. I We don't have to dive into this one too much. It's Mortal Kombat. Um, this was a movie we were very excited for. Broke my damn heart. Um... We still gave it a decent, oh, God, number two's already greenlit. I broke our rules. Whatever. Keep it running. Nope. Pivoting. They just started filming two months ago. Yeah. Look, I know you put it on your list, and I was going to have your back and everything. Mm -hmm. What if it's good? I just don't trust them to make it good. I don't either, but what if it's good? Pivoting. If they do a good Mortal Kombat, I'll fucking love that movie so much pivoting uh these two movies are very similar on my list it was this movie or this movie so i'll just say one of them now and i'll start with uh the less controversial one for you maybe more controversial for the listeners napoleon dynamite yeah no. napoleon dynamite one of the most overrated movies of all time um they haven't done it yet so i don't think they'll ever do it but i, I don't care to see a, an older john Heder being napoleon dynamite i just don't like it that feels like one where look it's not my cup of tea but, like, nothing happens in that movie. So if you make yeah. another one, it's just, like, an, an alternate, alternate high school reunion. reunion of the first one or something. It's their, well, or it's, like, their 20-year high school reunion, and it's them all as adults. And yeah, but it's just, like, it's, like, even with the Happy Gilmore thing, like, there's a storyline there that you, you know, you shouldn't do it, but there is a storyline. Or oh, you this, should do it. <laughs> it's just another hanging out. Happy Gilmore? Happy Gilmore was almost on my list of should make a sequel. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. There's a storyline there. Got it. I don't know if they will or if they even should, but there's a storyline. Whereas these kind of comedies are just like hanging out comedies. Don't make sequels on that. Give me new funny characters. Wow, so maybe you won't be so outraged by my other one. My third movie that needs a sequel tie. A cult classic, I would say. Movies that probably aren't that good, but I liked them when I was younger. And I'd like to see them made nowadays with, you know, maybe the standards of cinema a little bit higher. And with a lead actor that you and I both love, and he's one of those actors I feel like we see anything he's in. That's Mr. Nicolas Cage, and that's National Treasure. I don't know what the last National Treasure movie was called, so I was going well, to say the, the whole Well, they had the series, name. didn't they? Oh, that's right. They did do a Disney Plus series, huh? Yeah. But Nicolas Cage wasn't in it. No. Okay, so we're good. It's a continuation of the main line. So we're good. National Treasure. We bring back Nick Cage for the third movie because they've made two movies. Look, Nick Cage, he's made some good movies here recently. Unbearable Way to mass Talent. Really good. Great film. But he could always use a little bit extra money. And I feel like this is his the biggest bullet in his chamber right now is if he made another national treasure movie because I think it would just it would check so many different boxes, hopefully. Um would it be a generic Indiana Jones type movie, national treasure type movie? Sure. But I would love to see Nicolas Cage trying to do a a hunt for treasure, and I I put crypto related. I think you, you lean into crypto. Yeah. Nick Cage's character down on his luck. What is his character's name in this film? Oh, that's ridiculous. Benjamin Franklin. I I think it is very similar to that. Benjamin something. Is he Benjamin Franklin's like grandchild? Um. Ba, 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 ba. This is great radio. Fuck me, dude. It cuts off his whole name when you click on it. Nicholas Cage, national treasure. Name. Um, Benjamin Franklin Gates. Yep, there it is. A treasure hunter and cryptographer. We'll change that to a cryptographer. He, he's down on his luck. You didn't he, change how that was spelt at all. <laughs> I know. It I know. And he finds out about Bitcoin. And he's, I don't know, maybe he's trying to mine Bitcoin. Maybe there's like a rare Bitcoin. You probably can't call it Bitcoin. There's like a rare I don't know. Well, you just do some You do some bullshit of how, like, the fucking crypto chain was thought of by Thomas Jefferson. Yes. He's the one who had this idea yes. of, you know, non-centralized banks and all this kind of shit. And it all ties into this future, this treasure that... Wouldn't it be Alexander Hamilton, not Thomas Jefferson? I don't Jefferson? fucking know, Come man. On, we watch Hamilton. Thomas Jefferson's on money, too. But Hamilton That's... wanted centralized banks. Hamilton wanted centralized banks. Thomas Jefferson didn't. So he's the one who started the fucking... Or I thought it was Benjamin Franklin didn't want. Nah, man. Don't you? Don't you fucking watch Hamilton. They had like rap battles Isn't and shit. That Thomas Jefferson, not Benjamin Franklin? Yeah, it's Tom okay. Jefferson. I get he's them over confused there in all the time. He only shows up in the second half of the play. I, I get them confused in real life all the time too. Really? Yeah. Very different people. Yeah, but that's perfect. He's like reading. Maybe he's reading something from like some paper from 1787. And then there's like a little note. And then he's like reading it. And he's looking at it sideways. And he gets his magnifying glass. And then he gets some invisible ink or some stuff and he messes with it and then he sees <laughs> this would be a little ridiculous zero one one zero one one probably not that but he sees something about like something that relates to crypto and he's like oh my gosh yeah as the heir apparent to benjamin franklin as mr benjamin franklin gates i don't know if they're related in the films no, no don't idea. remember i deserve this and i'm gonna go steal something to steal something to steal something and then I get the OG Bitcoin, and yeah. the world is my oyster. What artifact? So, obviously, he's already got the Declaration of Independence. Um, have we done anything with the Liberty Bell yet? Mm, I want to say the second one. Fuck. Libertyville feels like a good one, or like you, you rub the inside, and it's got like fucking. Like, that was definitely in the on second the, one. Fuck. Or the first um, one, but that definitely happened. I'm going to need some old American things. What's, uh, what's the Plymouth Rock? Is that a thing? Yeah, that's where the pilgrims came. It's carved into Plymouth Rock. Yeah. You go way back to the fucking pilgrims. Independence Hall. Maybe they didn't go to the Liberty Bell. Fuck yeah. Liberty Bell. That's oh, it. Oh no. Ah, fuck. Sorry. He did, yeah. he did go to Liberty Bell. I mm-hmm. okay. believe so. Whatever. There's a way to do that. That it's... I mean, look. No matter what, it's going to be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You can tie it into futuristic shit though. It's going to be fun. I the past and future come together
1: for Maybe the biggest we get-
0: treasure yet. I was going to say maybe, no, you know what else we need for a movie like this? Every movie like this needs this. Nazis got to be involved, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. (laughs) You don't do a movie like this. And the the big twist at the end isn't that it's somehow related to Nazis. Yeah. No. I mean, Hitler's been in on it the whole time. (laughs) Glad we're on the same page. What's your third uh, movie that needs a sequel? Third movie that needs a sequel, Jay. Let me scroll back up here. All right. Look, another kind of uh, recent film. People fucking love it though, and I think it's a, a good film. I think that the what you, like uh, general audience mm-hmm. give it a little bit more credit than maybe it even deserves, despite the fact that I really enjoy it. Okay, Bullet Train. Oh, don't say that about Bullet Train. Good movie, but it's not like me and you were like, oh, this fucking reinvented the genre. Like it's a I really underrated that movie. I agree, but. I don't think it's anything fucking crazy, but people love this fucking movie and the way that they did it. And I think you bring back Brad Pitt, currently sitting at a nine, 79 and a half, not even in the 80s for us. Mm. Did I give it over an 80? You did. He gave it an 83. Okay. That checks out. That feels fair. Okay. Um. Again, this is something where <laughs> the fucking world building. Mm-hmm. What are you laughing at here? Hit me. I just wish you kind of did better research because it looks like that... Uh, well, I don't know how much we can trust robot dot com, so, um, you might be okay. You might be okay. Giant, yeah. If the top thing when you look it up is giantfreakingrobot. dot com, there's rumors. It hasn't been confirmed. Okay, rumors. hasn't been confirmed. We're so still I'll, good. Yeah, I allow it. Um, look, man, this is a really fun action comedy ensemble cast. So was- many. Got to stay on. So many cast. great characters, and I love me a good ensemble cast. We have a really banging. Um, I, not on my list because there is sequels in production, but Knives Out and Glass Onion, mm-hmm. fantastic murder mystery ensemble cast kind of comedy thing going on right now. Mm-hmm. Give me Bullet Train is the action version of that. Same franchise. thing with Mr. Kenneth Branagh. Same thing with Mr. Kenneth Branagh. Not as much comedies though. It's just like a- well, and I think you're stealing Branagh's formula because you mentioned to me, or I saw on your sheet that instead of a train. Now they're on a boat, a yeah. speedboat, a yacht. or it's a, a, it's a cruise ship. It's a giant cruise ship. There we Lots go. Lots of people on board, but you're all stuck together, no way out for a week plus. Obviously, he has his mission. He's got to go and retrieve something from one of the people on the, the cruise mm-hmm. ship. Mm-hmm. But on every different level of this cruise ship, on all the different decks, there's just other people. We get another Tangerine-Lemon combo. We get more of those kind of people. Yeah, Maybe not Bad Bunny this time, but another uh, artist. I don't know. Drake. Katy Perry. Okay. <laughs> I feel like she's acted. I don't know. Taylor Swift. No, you got to cast Taylor Swift. No, She does feel like the female equivalent of uh, what the fuck's his name. Brad I Pitt. No, the fucking artist. That was uh bad bunny. Yeah. Bad bunny. Sure. I don't think anyone's <laughs> ever compared bad bunny. And that Taylor feels, Swift. no, that feels right though in my head. Um, and look, man, you just get another action it, because the fun thing about bullet train is it's so you're stuck in one area. You're on yep. this fucking train, and they get off, you know, back on. Well, that's a whole genre in upon itself. It's like isolated, nonstop. Mm-hmm. Liam Neeson's made sense yeah. of these movies. Oh yeah. <laughs> so well, I, obviously the next one's a plane. That's yeah. on. A, that's mm-hmm. the third one. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fancy like double decker planes. Oh yeah, huge, huge yeah. fucking plane. Mm-hmm. So much stuff where things can happen. Maybe Air Force One. Oh, mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's president now. Is Air Force One like that big of a plane though? No idea. I feel like it's one of those things where like they hype it up but it's probably like, you know, just an average size big plane. It's probably big, but yeah, I don't know if it's as big as like those triple deckers they're yeah. making now for like I'm talking like 15 seats Eddie wide different levels. Yeah. Um but yeah, man, I I think that that action comedy ensemble cast isolated area that formula it fucking works. Mm-hmm. And you run it back and you bring Brad Pitt back and you get Sandra Bullock narrating everything again and we go for round 2. All right, I love it. I'm making a pivot on my one of my lists that you'll love, but we'll continue with the conversation. I love that. That this movie made me think of. <laughs> well, hit me. You're up where uh No, you you need a movie that never gives a sequel. Should oh, never shit. get a sequel. Okay. <clears throat> movie that never needs a sequel here. This one came out probably a few years ago. I don't know why I chose this movie. I don't know what it was about this movie that I wanted to pick on. But I saw it and it feels like something that they'll definitely try and do. Okay. And I just don't do it. It's uncharted. <laughs> that is a weird movie to I pick don't know up. why probably because there's multiple games and it has two A-list actors 100% and it's it was definitely an attempt to build a franchise yeah. and Tom Holland outside of I don't outside, is I, Tom Holland a good actor yeah outside of Spider-Man like there really isn't that many good movies I, there's I the, liked him in Cherry okay Cherry no, you're shitting on Tom Holland a little too much now no, I didn't even say anything bad you're the one who asked is he a good actor I thought that was. The I point think that you was your making. insecurities coming out, and you're arguing with yourself. I I think it's I think it's on take watch. How about that? Okay, that's Can fair. You put the take on watch. Hundred percent. It's at least on the radar. Put it on the put it. You put it on like the pin board. Mm-hmm. You just gotta sit in there in case you ever need it. Cause yeah, he's had some flops, but like I I still kind of like him. But it might just be because it's Tom Holland. I like Cherry. Those who wish me dead. Not those, those who, who wish me dead is the other one that was, I, I no is that the right movie? That's not the right movie. God, those God. who wish me dead is the. It's the really bad acting one. Yeah. It's the fucking fire one. Yeah. His new show got slammed, even though I heard his performance was okay. Um, yeah, he hasn't really done much that sat yeah, well. The devil all the time. Onward. I do enjoy it onward, but <laughs> I think I'm in the minority and enjoying that movie as much as I do. Yeah, I think it's on the radar, though, for sure. Yeah. Chaos Walking was a dumpster fire. Never watched it, but people hated that. Yeah, I never... Never so look, either. man, like, I, I get it, you wanted the young star, you wanted to build the franchise, but this just goes back to, like, the the video game movies. Like, if you have very simple things like Sonic, Mario, like, you can do a good job and make those because you're, like, God of War? figuring out a story. That probably doesn't make that much money, but I know you would love it. Well, it's a series, for one. Oh, yeah, they're doing this, aren't yeah, they? They're, yeah, they're doing the series. <laughs> um, and So I don't know if that's, maybe I just don't want video game movies anymore? Well... There's a difference between video games and almost pop culture. Like, what video game from our generation is, like, integrated in pop culture? Like, the classics, like the Marios and the Sonics. You know, I just don't think – While the video game crowd is probably bigger. I just don't think it has the same mainstream appeal. Like, you make a Call of Duty movie, what? It's just going to be a war movie. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, Fortnite. Maybe Fortnite, Minecraft. So, there's some of them, but, like, I don't know. It's it's just tough. And I think with these kind of, because like you said, you know, the Mario and Sonic, like they're of a certain generation before there was storytelling in video games. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's no plot to that. It's just Mario beating the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is like, it's a cinematic experience when you play the game and now they're trying to reproduce that. Like I,
1: again, but I want
0: God of War to be so good, but. The Last of Us. Series. I only got to episode three. So fucking good. Such a good series. And I think that maybe is the direction you have to go. Stop trying to make these movies. I don't need another Uncharted, and I don't need any more of this vein. Give me series. Video games are fucking 20-hour stories. Yeah. You can't shove it into an hour and 56 minutes. Well, Tom Holland did say he was taking a break from acting after this show, so you'll probably get your wish. I'm glad. This de- movie, I think, just it just pulled on a string of other movies that really ticked me off. Mm-hmm. And this is the one who got the... <laughs> The brunt of that frustration. The Devil All the Time posters, one of the worst posters I've ever seen. You can like...
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
0: Barely read it. Yeah, I had to like fucking hover over it to see what the title was. <laughs> <laughs> my third pick. My change. I'm just going to drop, drop it now. Excuse me. Got the hiccups. So my, my dumb comedies. I went with Napoleon Dynamite. I wish I would have went with my original one. Which was Step Brothers. Mm-hmm. I know that was going to piss you off. Mm-hmm. I not don't as th- much as you would think, though. I just don't think you should remake it. I just don't know if there's a story there. If you're going to give me uh, a Will Ferrell, um, John C. Riley movie, give me Tyler Nice 2. Don't give me Step Brothers. Yeah. I'm going to – were we about to say something? Well, I just – I think that the idea of Step Brothers – wait, did you pick Step Brothers or no? No, I didn't. I'm saying it's not being oh, picked, but it okay. wasn't on the list. It wouldn't have pissed me off that much because I'm like, it's – again, it's just a hanging out kind of movie. Like yeah. if you want to do something with those two characters, I think you do something original. Maybe you put them, maybe you make back them... in time a little bit, make one of them a detective and a sidekick, <laughs> and see how that works out. Maybe base it on another property, but kind of do like your own thing with it. Yeah, try that out. <laughs> My third movie that should never get a sequel tie is the film The Blind Side. Oh. <laughs> I agree. Are, are you familiar with it? I'm <laughs> quite familiar. Now, one would say, Jason, they're obviously never going to make a blindside movie. Counterpoint, this situation is a lot messier than we thought, and he has a whole NFL career to make a movie off of. Kurt Warner just made a movie off of yeah. his career. You don't think we can get a uh, movie out of Michael Orr's NFL career and his Super Bowl and everything? Did, did he win a Super Bowl? He was on the Ravens, so I just kind of assumed so. Oh, okay. Look, I mean, after – look, recently, you talking about Bullet Train and Sandra Bullock brought yeah. it up that maybe we shouldn't make another blindside because he uh, apparently wasn't adopted and was instead nope. signed to a conservatorship. I can't I think say you that nailed word. that, but very slowly. Um, <laughs> pretty, pretty much the twoies, uh, two, two. I think it's Toohey. Twoies. twoies. yeah. Owned everything and made business decisions for him, and they all made – like even the kids made like $250,000 in the movies. And I think it's like 2.5 mil. Something. Or the reports. Um, It just turns out, like, the things they were being investigated for in Blindside, Mm -hmm. they were actually guilty of all of that. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They just lied. (laughs) That was, like, a nice little subplot that they threw in. Like, oh, yeah, they were looking at us for these things. But don't worry about that part. Yeah. We were were good. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, Blindside's a very good movie. I'm not – I saw some people, like, shitting on Sandra Bullock. Like, Sandra Bullock should give her Oscar back. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. Yes, this was potentially allegedly despicable. Um, Nothing has been determined yet. Um, But, like, Sandra Bullock still had a great performance and everything. But, like, this kind of – I don't know. It it hurts my faith in humanity because – Yeah. Like, this was a great feel-good story. And it's like, no, of course, the rich family in Mississippi didn't do this out of the wellness of their heart. They did it so they could send him to the school that they're, like, one of the biggest boosters for Ole Miss Mm -hmm. and then make a boatload of money off of it. Yeah. After the fact. I imagine if there was some sort of con- conservatorship. Mm-hmm. That is a tough word. Um, they got some of his NFL earnings as well. I'm sure something, yeah. yeah. Maybe endorsements, something, yeah. I uh, This definitely is not original. I stole it from Twitter, but they make a sequel, a documentary, whatever. It's titled Blindsided. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, no sequel, documentary. Yeah. Yes, I'll allow All it. All in on Blindsided. the documentary. That's good. Blindsided, the Michael Orr story. That's good. Yeah, I saw that from someone else, and I was like, that's... That didn't take long to fucking figure out the exact one you got to use. And it's also worth mentioning that Michael Orr, this lawsuit, came out the same day he released his book. So just oh. worth mentioning. <laughs> does he go over these things in his book? I'm sure he does. Find out, by a, a copy. Yes, yes. Find out. <laughs> exactly. Now, but with every dollar he makes on that book, though, the uh, Tui the family does get 75 <laughs> cents of it. <laughs> I don't know how those work. If they go away after a certain amount of time. No or, fucking clue. I know they made a shit ton of movie money for the movie, though. Yeah. Which was based off a book that someone else, like this guy, wrote. Same guy who wrote the Moneyball book. Is this is this a situation a Telephone? Where it's like everyone in the neighborhood knew exactly what they were doing and they were dog shit people. And then this one guy came and wrote a book and kind of changed it a little bit. And then this one guy read the book, kind of changed it a little bit. Wrote a screenplay, kind of changed it a little bit. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the blindside author, Mr... Michael Lewis, says that Hollywood is the real culprit in the fight between Michael Orr and the Tui family. Of course, the the author, who probably made over a million dollars on this movie, blames Hollywood. The same people who have made The Blind Side and have made Moneyball and have made all these different books he's written. Oh, Um, he also wrote Moneyball? He wrote Moneyball. He wrote The Big Short. Ever heard of that? Can we get can we get a liar's uh, poker? I might need to look into that. Can we get a sequel to Moneyball that shows the Angels winning the World Series that year? Mm. Just an idea. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Just go over to Ben McDonald's house and go watch the World Series Angels World Series DVD that he would watch like once a week growing up. Fuck yeah! I might need to read this liar's poker, also by Michael Lewis. No, I'm not going to support him. I stand <laughs> so with Michael minute. Yeah, it's a good pick. Fourth movie that needed a sequel, Ty. I feel like I needed to workshop this plot a little bit with you, and that's Shrek. Hmm. When I sent this to you, you said, Jay, I don't know if you know, but Shrek has a sequel. Yeah, I said it was going to fucking blow your mind, because Shrek 2 is my favorite of the Shreks, actually. Me too. It's a wonderful film. And then it goes downhill with 3 and 4. Now, you threw this out there. Can we... I Look, I'm going to allow it. Teasing Shrek at the end of Puss in Boots, The Last Wish feels like that was a confirmation of a sequel. If you're getting Bullet Train, I'm getting this. Okay. I said I'm going to allow it. That felt like, look, this is in the works. What are they going to do? Nothing's confirmed yet. All I know is the Shrek movies, I don't want to say they're underrated. I feel like Shrek is like... (sighs) Underrated? I feel like he's a cultural fucking... Phenomenal, But that's the thing. It's like everyone says Shrek is underrated, but no one actually underrates Shrek. I was trying to think of like an athlete to compare that to. I was going to say Bryce oh, okay. Harper, but Harper was so overrated he became overrated. Shrek didn't become so overrated he became underrated. Everyone just says he's underrated and he's not. You just use so many fucking words right mm-hmm. there with over, under, over, mm-hmm. under. I, I got lost. In that's why I was Leonard. trying to make like an athlete comparison for you. Yeah. Bryce Harper not a good pick. Who's an athlete that everyone's like, damn, this guy's really underrated, but then everyone's like, agrees that he's really underrated yeah but then it's like everyone has him in his like top five like jose ramirez everyone's like damn jose ramirez yeah, is underrated. no that's the exact one small market guy everyone's like but oh, then everyone ranks him in the top 10 yeah but their best <laughs> he's just like fucking finalist for mvp every single year <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah. that's shrek um because we got him you know in the early 2000s it's the first ever best animated picture winner deservingly so and it's fucking great the first yeah. two are great they're hilarious they're funnier than i remember Now, I want to go back in time. Do you think after watching the first Shrek, does it land onto it, this movie needs a sequel? I recently rewatched the first Shrek, I don't know, within the last year and a half, and I'd say yes. I agree. Um, Shrek 2 also, make another one. But I feel like we were in a weird spot with animation between, like, I don't know, 2007, maybe just actually pre, like, 2015, where it's like, if you weren't Pixar, you kind of made not great stuff. I don't know, it just feels like the animation industry has changed yeah there's examples like you know kung fu panda and stuff that were good but like i feel like we're done through the and i think movies as a whole too like we don't see the sloppy sequels anymore like yeah we get sequels we don't want like jurassic world but it's not like the straight to dvd literally no effort sequels it's like when they do make a sequel there it's at least somewhat high profile and with animated they're not just pumping out garbage it's like there's actual thought into these animated movies now you know we've had a yeah i think we're on a great run of animated movies And I'd like to see Shrek be part of that. I'd like to see Shrek get the same TLC that Puss in Boots got. It doesn't have to be the same animation style. It doesn't have to be the same almost like pseudo-anime. It doesn't have to be any of that because Puss in Boots is his own character. But I would love to see them give the Shrek character one last spotlight. Yeah. And see what they could do. And Donkey, of course. 100%. I think that that property like maybe a few years ago because shrek 3 i don't think got a lot of love is there a shrek 4 there is and it's it's like the most straight to dvd movie you can imagine it's crazy i'm thinking of shrek 4 the Stillskin one yeah what's shrek 3 the one where with his babies i saw that in theaters what what happens in shrek 3 don't remember i just know he has babies i think shrek 3 is the straight to dvd one is shrek 3 the do the roar (laughs) i don't (laughs) know he has babies that's all i can tell you well he has the babies in 4 too though but they're like they're fresh in number three. <laughs> the Rumpelsteel skin is no, definitely. Oh man! Oh no! Yeah, maybe she's pregnant in three. He but has kids. They're not on the cover like the the poster for three, but on Shrek oh, four, right. they're on the they're on the fucking poster. I think Shrek forever after. She no, reveals she's pregnant in Shrek three. Mm, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I think with the way that they handled the Puss in Boots sequel. And they did such a fucking unique, wonderful thing. Mm -hmm. The idea of death still scares the shit out of me from that movie. Give me, I don't know. Again, this is a, people who are better at making movies than us figured out The Last Wish. Yeah. Figure out Shrek 5. Yeah. Oh, dude, the poster's just going to be a fucking squared off S with, it's going to be like a five, but it's going to be the S with the fucking ogre ears. Probably. So easy. I've already done that for you. Do the rest. But make it a new story. Don't make it like picking up on the Shrek family like the you know three and four kind of were. Like, yeah. I don't know. You know, like just just make it a fresh story like Puss in Boots. Look, we were shitting on the Puss in Boots movies. We we're like, why are we ever going to review this? And it was a fantastic movie. So best surprises of the year last year probably. I Yeah. So Shrek, make it happen. Mm. That's great. Make it happen, DreamWorks. Okay. They did just reveal Unleashed that new DreamWorks logo. And Shrek's in it. So is there a new DreamWorks logo? Oh, you're it was right. like a year ago. Yeah. Maybe Puss in Boots was the first movie that yeah. had it. Mike Myers, he ain't doing much. No, he's got plenty of time on his hands. So Eddie Murphy just finished making that fucking not great Jonah Hill comedy, so he's got he's got time on his hands. Very well. bad. I think we gave that movie more credit than it deserved. We haven't had a, a bad movie scene for the podcast recently. I think we've just seen a lot of good movies. I'm surprised from that movie we didn't add the scene of the CGI Kiss scene. That we didn't talk about that. That's yeah. uh, recirculated recently. We should have. You're thinking we gave that movie too much credit? hmm It's, it's, we gave it a 41 and a half. That feels too high. <laughs> okay. I mean, we shit on it. Yeah. It's only like 20 points lower it can go on our scale. I'm just thinking of worst movies of the year, and I feel like that's the lowest on my list. But then I'm also looking at all the movies below it, and are any of them from this year? I don't know. So maybe it is so far the worst. Yeah. Not great. Um... All right, yeah, more Shrek. I'm cool with that. What's your uh, next movie that should never get a sequel? Look, so this year we had an iconic filmmaker come out, said, I need a time for visual effects to catch up, right? Oh, no, you're getting movies that need a sequel. Sorry. That do need a sequel. Yes, your fourth one. Yes. I'm, sorry. I, I was correct. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not sorry. I'm still ripping it off. Oh, okay. That's, I had that right. You had that wrong. I, that's why I said sorry. Got it. Continue. <laughs> We got, a, we got a filmmaker who, you know, he spent time, he said, I need visual effects to catch up to what I want to do with this film.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Avatar The Way of Water came out. It was fucking wonderful. Mm-hmm. Movie that I don't know if we needed a sequel for. Maybe it lands on the other side of this list. Leave it alone. But again, did great world building. I like what they set up. So maybe I was on the other end of that. Yeah. Ended up being wonderful. Great visual effects. Yeah. I think we give another filmmaker the opportunity to do the James Cameron time jump with visual effects. I was trying to think of... A movie for this specific argument, so I'm glad you have one. The the jump in, yes, we can do more. I want to see this movie with updated technology. Yeah, yeah. I think we let Christopher Nolan cook. He just did. He just did Oppenheimer. Wonderful, original. It's time for Christopher Nolan to do another sequel. Last time he did a sequel, one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. People forget. Counterpoint: He doesn't really use VFX, so does the jump in technology really matter for Christopher Nolan? Counterpoints: Have you fucking watched Inception? I have yes, watched it with a, uh, either COVID or the COVID shot. Incredible VFX in Inception, practical baby, practical. E- I mean, they had yeah. cities like falling over and yeah. shit. Yeah, um, he's probably really upset about that though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this one, it's not that visual effects have caught up. It's that they figured out a practical way to demolish a city and make it yeah. look like it folds in on itself. Yeah, I want Inception. I think this is a movie that set up a really really fucking cool idea of jumping into dreams and controlling dreams and laying out the path of figuring shit out and going down deeper levels and everything. Well, you're on this level, your body's on this level, what's real, what's fake? I think you bring it back. I don't think you bring back DiCaprio. Mm -hmm. I think you get a new set of people, but they they use this same technology. And I want to see what Christopher Nolan can do today With that idea on another story, another adventure, another mind fuck. So no Leo. No Leo. Because his, yeah, I kind of like the vagueness of his ending. So I think you have to leave that there. That's the, yeah, you leave that alone. That's the part that doesn't need a sequel. That part, masterpiece, leave it alone. Mm -hmm. The idea, keep it fucking going. I, I like it. I just, Inception's such a good movie and and watching it, it's, it's not that confusing. Tenet's way more confusing than Inception is. I was always worried to watch Inception because everyone's like, oh, my God, it's so hard to understand. And then I was like watching it, and I'm like, what's hard to understand about this? It's not. It's a cool concept, but it makes complete sense. You're in a dream. If you dream in that dream, you're on another level. Like, mm-hmm. very simple. Think of it like an elevator mm-hmm. or, or a, a building. It's kind of like calculus. It's like the derivative of the derivative of the derivative. Sure. Kind of. Inception, 92 on our scale. Great film. Great movie. And, and we get to see an IMAX. <laughs> if they made yes. a sequel. Make this happen. 70 millimeter IMAX inception. 70mm inception. Can I make a pledge, P- please? <laughs> <laughs> For the rest of my life, I Jason Reed solemnly swear to see every Christopher Nolan movie in IMAX. I love that. Every single one. Okay. <laughs> I look, man, that's the right call. Yeah. Is there any Christopher Nolan movies that have come out that like you didn't need to see it in IMAX? <laughs> no. Christopher Nolan's middle name is IMAX. <laughs> he actually named it after him. Yeah. he. This is the IMAX guy. I've never seen Memento, Insomnia, or the Memento, you probably don't need IMAX because that technology wasn't there, but that's an old movie yeah. from here on out. But then Batman Begins would have been fucking awesome in IMAX. The Prestige, no idea. Dark Knight, awesome in IMAX. Inception, awesome in IMAX. The Dark Knight Rises, awesome in IMAX. Interstellar, awesome in IMAX. Mm -hmm. Dunkirk, awesome in IMAX. Tenet, saw it at the drive-in, would have been way cooler in IMAX. I I like that pledge. Thank you, Ty. I like that pledge. God, I'm just thinking about how good Oppenheimer was again. It's fucking best movie we've ever reviewed. Is it safe safe, Safe Space? 100%. The other day, like, there was a YouTube short, and they played, like, just the Oppenheimer music or something. It was, like, a scene from the movie, and, like, my my hair started standing yeah. up. <laughs> it's a fucking visceral effect on you, dude. It's so good. I felt that way about the Interstellar theme before even watching the movie. Yeah. Like, I hear that theme, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is emotional shit. Yeah. Composers don't get enough credit for how much they affect a movie. No, they do not, Ty. What's your next movie that should never get a sequel? Next movie that should never get a sequel, Jay. Best Picture winner this year? Best picture winner this year. Everything everywhere all at once. Okay. Look, all all people are doing right now is multiverse everything. Yeah. It's an overload of multiverse. And when this movie came out, it's kind of weird because it was a very unique idea while... Like, riding the back of this very saturated market right now. Well, they, the directors, the Daniels explained they like wrote this a long time ago. Yeah. And then, like, then the multiverse started happening. And then they were kind of like, fuck. So like, this movie comes out in like 08. Oh, yeah. Even more well received than it is now. Freaking five years before it came out, it's well, it's more well received. You yeah. know, it's just kind of bad timing for them. You know, 100%. so they say. So they say. Yeah. I <laughs> mean,. I don't know how you write that movie or have that idea without the multiverse, so I do kind of believe them. But um, look, this is a wonderful movie, and I just, with all the multiverse things happening, there is there is a world where this movie gets, we're trying, we're doing something else with the multiverse and getting weird with it and this family and everything, and mm-hmm. this is one of those things where, like, yes, obviously there's an endless amount of opportunity with the multiverse stories and stuff. Don't fucking touch it. Leave it alone. It's a masterpiece to stand alone on its own. Don't Such give me more. a movie. Don't give me more. It's perfect just the way it is. Some things don't need to be expanded on and, and, again, just milked and milked and milked until it's a shadow of its former self. Perfect one-off movie. Don't touch it. Number one top-grossing A24 movie of all time. Deservedly so. I will tell you, Ty, that you're probably you're fine because I don't think A24 has ever done a sequel. So I'm glad I'm safe. This one felt like the least likely, but just with how much multiverse and, and these studios and everyone just wants to do any and everything they can with the multiverse right now, it just it got it on my radar of, they better not make another one of these fucking movies. I agree. You know what would have been a good COVID thing? Watching and ranking every A24 movie. Because ah. they're young enough where you could do it. It would take a global pandemic, you know, because you're looking at like 50 back. movies. We could run China, what you got cooking? <laughs> Send something our way, because they usually don't miss. I mean, I've liked pretty much every A twenty four movie I've seen. Um, some of them more than others. They They're part of. They were behind the Stephen Curry underrated documentary. Wow, they produced it. I really have not seen enough of the A twenty fours. Bo is afraid. Catalog. Looks weird. That's that one came out here recently. Um, Midsummer, Un- uncut gems. Great movie. Yeah. After Sun, I heard was amazing. Still need to watch that. Okay. There's one. There's a weird one. I think it's called Waves. That one's very weird. They're yeah, very... Waves. I feel like they're very artsy, low budget. Mm-hmm. But uh, The Lighthouse, Riley watched just so she could try to see Robert Pattinson's Wiener. The Whale came out last year, 824. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a lot more movies than... Uh, Moonlight. Another, another Oscar yeah. movie. Eighth Grade. You ever seen that movie? Bo Burnham. Directed movie, very weird. There's there's two movies that came out like at the same time. I think it was this and Edge of Seventeen. I don't know which one I saw and which one I have it. Very interesting. It's an interesting watch for I've sure. I've seen Edge of Seventeen, haven't seen Eighth Grade. It's it's interesting.
1: Yeah. I don't
0: say that in a bad way. I just legitimately interesting. My next movie that should never get a sequel tie. I'm gonna save my controversial one for last. So instead, I'm gonna go with the Pirates of the Caribbean. This is a money-making franchise. Disney's trying to make movies off of their rides. They're not really working. Uh, Jungle Book, Jungle Cruise was fine, but wasn't whatever. Uh, Haunted Mansion, we didn't review it, but the reviews aren't great. Um, And with Johnny Depp's kind of legal issues seeming to clear up, it seems like the PR nightmare is not as big anymore, that he was actually the victim in a lot of this. Like I could see Disney being like, hey, one last ride. Let's run it back. Get Captain Jack Sparrow out there. Would it make a bunch of money? Yes. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 6 is uh, expected to come out eventually. So, okay, I did research. They started the sixth one and then scrapped it in 2019. As of July 23rd, there's no official date for the Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. No, I think that's wrong, sir. It says there's no official date. So, it was in production at one point. Yeah, it was announced in 2018, but I think they said someone dropped it. They legit dropped it. Okay. Way to do your research. Now you're making me question this. Pirates of the Caribbean 6 is confirmed to be in development. This article on Screen Rant was released June 10th, 2023. You trying to shit all over me, Ty? No, keep it going. I'm with you, though. They shouldn't make this movie. Now I just feel stupid because I could have sworn they said that it was dropped. The script is still in development. Okay, if you... So fans will likely have to wait until mid to late 24 or 25. I don't think it's happening. Okay. It shouldn't happen. Oh, okay. So what I was reading... Sorry, I kind of messed this up. There was an untitled reboot in 2018. It was reported that Disney was looking for ways to reboot the franchise. This is what I read. They brought on the Deadpool writers. Jerry Bruckheimer was returning. But in February 2019, they departed the project and the reboot was canceled. Okay. Well, now that's I just fine. Just go no, keep going. I just don't want to see another one of these yeah. movies. The first one's good. And then it kind of gets it's like they're Transformers for me. It's just like a lot of it's like thick movies. That's the only way I can like describe it. Yeah, they're I, thick, but they're boring. I fucking love the start of this franchise, though. Yes, it was so good. Yes, the, the effects of Davy Jones, was it Davy Jones. Yeah, the the octopus guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, David. Is it Davy Jones fictional character? Yeah. Those effects are fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. The movie came out in 2006, and if it was released today, it would still be above average for what fucking visual effects look like. Yeah. Incredible. So slimy. It just They just got oversaturated, though, and I just feel like the franchise has run its course, and they're going to do it because it's going to make a shit ton of money, and if Johnny Depp comes back, it's only going to make a shit ton of money if Johnny Depp comes back. Let's be honest. Like, If they try doing like a... It's pirates, but it's only Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley or whoever the girl is that accident. I think I got that wrong. No, I think you know that. It's not going to be. It's just not going to make as much money. No. It's it's it all depends on if Jack Sparrow's in it. It's going to make one point four billion dollars. And my parents are probably listening to this if they are. Um, motherfucking me because they're like <laughs> that's their favorite film franchise ever. It's such a good franchise to start, and it's just taking a nose dive down. Transformers, the first Transformers, two thousand seven, Michael Bay Transformers. For its time was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah, really cool. And then just steady downhill climb. Yeah. Pirates, I think it's like one, two, three, four, five. It uh, just fucking keeps going down. I don't think I've ever seen five. I have at least once. Not good. My last movie that needs a sequel, Ty. This was the shocker I told you you didn't know about. Mm. This comes needs out? A sequel? Of, needs needs a, sequel. a sequel. This comes out of left field. And I was thinking about movies. I wanted to get a movie I was disappointed by, and I want to give them another chance. Oh. A movie that so was- So maybe it, didn't, it hasn't earned a sequel, but you want to give it to them anyways. It was good enough, and it's a movie we've reviewed. So Ooh, there is only a hundred and- I'm going to say 86 without looking. Fingers crossed. 93. Damn. It was good enough, as our scores will indicate. It was good enough to get a fresh- But it wasn't as good as it could have been. And I feel like we had this sentiment when we reviewed it. We gave it the exact same score. Army of the Dead. Oh! Out of left field. Army of the Dead. Are you Zack Snyder, Stan? You know I'm not a big Zack Snyder guy. You and I talked about how we were very excited for this film. Yeah. A Vegas zombie outbreak movie. And you get no Vegas. Yeah. And that was our biggest gripe is like, why tease us with that? Why make the poster a slot machine? Why? It was fine. Like the movie making was good. We both gave it 69. It gets a fresh, but like, I want that eccentric Vegas kind of chaotic nature. So for my notes, I wrote army of the dead two. give me a prequel that shows the initial outbreak. Yeah. Cause they skip right past it on this. It's the downfall jump to everything's to shit. Yeah, give me that initial outbreak. Or another outbreak happens in Vegas. Just run it back. They rebuilt Vegas. They got it back and going. Fuck, it happened again. Or you send them to a similar city, Monaco. Atlanta Atlantic City. Atlantic City. Somewhere. Like, like I in, said, Atlanta City. But <laughs> Atlantic City. <laughs> you send them somewhere similar, Dave Batista. So You know, you get your task force together, and you you capitalize on that eccentric. I just, like, thinking about movies, even when I was a kid, like, like the Spongebob, I think it was the more recent Spongebob movie. They go to like the fake Vegas. Uh, It's not the old one. It's the one that came out like five years ago. So I wasn't really a kid, but I really liked that. Like in um, Pinocchio, the shitty Pinocchio that we just reviewed last year. The only part of that movie I liked was when they went to that, uh, the, the Island pleasure Island or whatever it was called. And it was like that eccentric bright lights kind of that. I love when films utilize that. And yes, it's because I'm a Vegas shill. I get it. But like, Give me that. Give me that dark comedy horror. Maybe not horror thriller, whatever. But give me the Vegas chaoticness of it. Yeah, I, I want to say there's a film franchise. I believe it's Dead Rising, that has it's That's a, a game, isn't it? I, I apologize. A video game franchise. Yeah. I we that played. Is, it's Vegas mm-hmm. and it's zombies. Mm-hmm. And that fucking game was awesome. Yeah, I don't know if it was Vegas, but it was similar. It was like a It was like a Vegas yeah. knockoff mall yeah. casino. The first thing. one was like a mall, yeah. Or second one was a mall. Something like that, but we played Dead Rising a lot. Yeah. And that game was fucking awesome. Yeah. Give me a movie like that. They made a Dead Rising 3 and a Dead Rising 4. I never played those. I should play those. They have a bunch of spin offs too. I should play Dead Rising 4. I think I've played Dead Rising 3. Yeah, I definitely have played. That it. was one of the like newest games that came out on the next gen, not even next gen anymore. The old gen, next gen PS4s. consoles. Yeah. That like all the PS4s and Xbox One people would play like online Dead Rising. I remember it was like popular on YouTube, and I was like, God, that'd be so much fun. But at the time, we didn't have them yet. So yeah, um, no. I mean, that's a that's a great pick. Try again. Yeah, that's out of left field. If there's anyone who has enough credit and fan like support to get another chance, it's Zack Snyder. Yeah. Give me... No, hold he on. He literally got his movie pause, re-released. Pause. Okay. We don't do a fucking sequel. We do Army of the Dead, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> okay. It's okay. not a sequel. It's the fucking Snyder Cut of Army of the Dead. And it's just a completely different plot line. But this, this is the movie he wanted to release. The studio didn't think that they he, people wanted to see Vegas, but Zach knew. Even though he wrote this movie. No, 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 no. And this was his idea. He, I, I did research. 100%. He had outside influences weighing on him, though. This is He wrote it, but it's not what he wanted to write. He had the pen in his hand, but there was a gun to his head. This is like a classic. This is a great life hack. Uh, if you do something wrong in life, yeah. you just redo it or whatever, and then just call it your version. Yeah, Taylor's doing. <laughs> Taylor Swift is doing Taylor's version. We that's do for, bring up Taylor Swift a lot on this podcast. <laughs> that's for a different reason. But, Ty, you fuck up. Yeah. You forget to clean the, the trailer or something. You're just like, baby. I, I messed up. Yeah. I, I forgot. That wasn't on me, though. I, I forgot because of X, Y, and Z. Now I'm going to clean it this way, and it's Tyler's version. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> it's, just, it's just you blame something else, and then you do redo what you were going to do originally. But this was truly how I meant to do it. hundred years from now, that's what Zack Snyder's going to be remembered for. Not any of the movies he did. None of that. It's the Snyder version. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, but he goes with Snyder cut, not version. So I guess. well, it's fine. Yeah. I love that, though. Yeah. That's that's a great yeah. great life hack. Army of the Dead, the Snyder <laughs> Cut. That's a great sequel. Get that know, fucking green light now. I don't know what else you have left. One that needs a sequel and one that shouldn't. <laughs> what do you have left? Just one that shouldn't. So, yeah, yeah, so I, think I you have, rattle off I have both. Yeah. one more uh, of each. So the one that needs a sequel, Jay. This one is the probably oldest movie on my list here. It's another animated one. And I've talked about it on this podcast a few different times on how it doesn't get enough love for how fucking wonderful of a film it is. And this is one that, while kind of ridiculous in its world building, oh no, there's a sequel. Sequel coming out? No, already out. Came out in 2016. Oh. We're going to ignore that. So you want a third one? Oh my God. Fucking John Cena was in it too, and Triple H, and The Undertaker, and Vince McMahon, I don't count that. That was like a WWE, um, that doesn't count. Hour and 24 minutes. That's a feature length film. But it was like a WWE thing. Yeah. It was literally called Wave Mania. Yeah. It doesn't count. I I don't think it counts. We're ignoring the entire storyline of Wave Mania. Did it have Shia LaBeouf? No, it didn't. No, it was all WWE people. Does not count. No Shia LaBeouf. It surfs up. It did a million dollars in the box office. That's embarrassing. (laughs) It surfs up. You do love Surf's Up. I fucking love Surf's Up. I I said it was the best mockumentary ever made. You did say that. <laughs> I said that on the mm-hmm. pod, and I still stand by it. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect mockumentary on how it's it's just, you know, going. you're following this fucking penguin whose dream is to be a surfer, and it's a documentary about it, and it's a banger soundtrack. It's a great story. I need the Surf's Up sequel, the actual Surf's Up 2, uh my my idea for this is Shia LaBeouf is now the top star in all of surfing. He's won countless mm-hmm. titles. Mm-hmm. He is the champion. And it's not even like he's on the, the later ends of, of his career. He's just at the peak of it. Yeah. Okay. Documentary follows a new young mentor who he's who's following him, who idolizes him, and we get this showdown of him. And this mentor facing off in the championship. I think it'd be a prodigy, not a mentor. Prodigy and mentor type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you get both of them and he just wants to be like him. Just like he wanted to be like the other guy in the first one. But now he's in a different, he's in a different realm. You know, he's never been that guy that was looked up to who one day I want to be like you. Mm. And you get a, you get a documentary following the kid rather than Shia LaBeouf. But obviously he's very integral to the the plot. Yeah. Uh I still need a mid 2000s soundtrack. Okay. I don't want any songs from the year 2011 and up. <laughs> Got it. Um, it's just such a good fucking movie, and if they do it the same way they did the first one, it could be done so well. Do you remember what Shia LaBeouf's character's name is without looking in this movie? No. Cody Maverick. Cody fucking Maverick. <laughs> we get Surf's Up Maverick. Surf's Up colon Maverick. <laughs> it's the second sequel. It's just Colin Maverick, and I, I fucking run with it. How about a Top Gun Surf's Up? can't like clash little little mix-up <laughs> what are those called when you crossover crossover yeah we do okay. a crossover event yeah we get we get uh all the top gun guys at the beach mm-hmm. all of a sudden cody maverick pulls up on a <laughs> surfboard okay <Like, "Hey, laughs> what's up true maverick <laughs> what's up guys maybe i'll watch Surfs up tonight i don't know i'm intrigued it's on netflix you've never seen it no oh my god jay <laughs> i've never seen surfs up this movies so fucking good it's only an hour and 25 minutes it's too. such an easy watch is it better than Happy Feet? Yeah, really no, 100%. Like Happy Feet. 100%. 100%. Okay. So much better. Completely different film, despite being both about penguins. Happy Feet, there's not a single fucking surfboard in sight. <laughs> All right. I might give it a chance. You got to give Game Night a chance still, though, so. Yeah, 100%. No, Surf, Surf's Up, though. Great fucking movie. Sitting at a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes. That is disgustingly underrated. I'll let you know what I think. Which Disgustingly are, underrated. It's your last movie that doesn't need a sequel. Last movie that does not need a sequel, Jay. I, in fact, closed out my tab. <laughs> well, to fill the dead air, I'll give you mine. Controversial. I know you disagree. Hold on, disagree. no, no, no. End with your controversial, because mine isn't controversial at all. Okay. I just got it pulled back up. It's, um... I have two here. I forgot I had two to fin- finish it off. We're going Barbenheimer here. I don't need any more Barbie... Oh, so you hate women. Love women. Love that this story was very start to finish, A to B, isolated. Don't do spinoffs. Don't do more fucking product movies like this. We went on our rant about how the Monopoly man's going to do a movie. That has been confirmed they are doing a Monopoly movie. Did they listen to our podcast? They may have. Because um, we we fucking laid that plot out. A hundred percent. And I swear to God if Kenneth Bernard gets cast, <laughs> I'm filing a fucking lawsuit to get a cut of that fucking box office. <laughs> He's a perfect cast. He's though. so good. He is Mr. Monopoly. <laughs> he's the fucking embodiment of that role. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's got to have the stash, though. Yeah, leave it. He can't be. I right. need you to walk off set from, what's the new one coming out? I don't know. Death, Death on a aisle. different moving object. <laughs> yeah. To. The haunting and Venice. Haunting, is. actually, not moving. <laughs> yeah. It's very stationary and this And it time. looks kind of scary, but. Okay. I have to watch Mr. Bernard in action. <laughs> Walk off that set directly on a Monopoly man. Don't change cast. Don't change war... Well, maybe change cast. Don't change makeup or or wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Exact same. Yeah. And it's perfect. Yeah. But no, I just... I don't need any more Barbie sequels or spinoffs. Like, anything of that vein. Don't give me any more Barbie. I don't need Barbie 2. It's a fucking masterpiece. It's gonna be a classic that people talk about for years as this out-of-time kind of unique thing in, in this era. Mm-hmm. Leave it alone. I think... 15 years ago, there's a 100% chance we get Barbie 2. It's straight to DVD quality. They don't even get Margot Robbie to come back. It's just a different blonde girl. They get Amy Schumer for the (laughs) sequel. That's what happens. And she's in the real world. You know, the whole Barbie plot we were concerned about. Yeah. Um, Well, she is in the real world now. That's exactly how 2 plays out. And I think now they're smart enough not to do that. Hopefully. Hopefully. They're but doing all the spinoffs and different property things. The different property things, I I don't think is necessarily a Barbie sequel, just because yeah. I don't think they're going for connected universe or any of that. Yeah. Unless Will Ferrell's just like this, that, that would, would actually be funny, funny if they had him as the Hasbro exec in all these movies. That would actually kind of be funny, like a meta joke on that. But he's wearing the same colored tie in the Lego movie as he is in the Barbie movie. Interesting, same exact attire, which is just a business suit and red tie. <laughs> yeah, not Red-ish very pink. But not very unique. Exact same. Um, I don't know. I think they're smart enough not to sue Barbie too. How would you feel, Ken? I feel like his story's been told too though. I, I agree. Leave it alone. He's heartbroken. Barbie's not here, so he goes back to the real world to find her. He finds himself and then a brat. He, he, he what? Finds himself a brat, the brat stalls. Oh, there you go. No, no we're starting to talk don't about do this. It. Yeah, no. No, no, no sequel. <laughs> Ignore that. No, I just it's it's Some movies don't need to be fucking franchises this does not need to be a franchise you got your billion from it leave it alone well you would maybe agree with my fifth and final pick because you would probably say to leave it alone but i'm saying it should not be a sequel because it's a bad movie oh you really don't know what this is i sent you a picture that movie you said it was a hot take i thought you were surprising me with it i honestly don't remember your list oh you motherfucker yeah look i'm on the record up is overrated up the best thing about the movie is the first 10 minutes and then it's a generic lame adventure movie after that if you made up two, guess what you're not doing that same montage in the beginning it's not as good we're getting the shorts the short before elemental was great because they already did the sequel it's it's the short. it was the montage without the rest of the movie um look disney scrounging for cash they keep announcing these sequels they have pixar hasn't come up with like a great kind of stick stuck movie since like coco let's be honest um even though i saw an exec say uh it was an interview that he's like elemental is gonna break even he's like you know after the box office and then all the toy sales and the merchandise sales and the streaming rights and everything it's gonna break even it's gonna make a little bit of money and it was like yeah way to spin it brother yeah um you have to bring up plushes (laughs) as your reason it's gonna make money he's not wrong though they're gonna make a fuck ton of money on those things yeah but in all this is he including the marketing budget or are they making money off the announced i don't think you understand how much money people make from toys and and merchandise no i know but how many elemental toys are being bought (laughs) enough that's how george lucas built his fucking empire it wasn't on movies it was on lightsaber toys well that's the whole reason why those little white fluffy things were in the last jedi was so they could sell toys yeah Look, I just don't think up's very good, and I don't think we need to redo it. And it's like one of, there's a few untouched Pixar movies from what many people would probably consider the Pixar golden age, from like Ratatouille to Toy Story 3. I thought about putting Ratatouille on a sequel, and I was like, no. I asked Riley, and of course she said Ratatouille, because it's so easy. Oh my god. You just change it to, instead of T-O-U, it's T-W-O. Yeah. But what is the story? He's the top chef at a high-end French restaurant. Yeah. Everyone can cook. Mm-hmm. He dies. Main oh, guys dies. You Remy kill. dies. No, no, fuck, no, not oh. Remy. Goddamn. <gasps> oh, sorry, Jesus, Jason, you don't kill the rat. <laughs> I'm sorry, fucking linguini. Okay, you kill linguini. He dies. His son has no idea how to cook. Mm-hmm. You basically just run the plot back, but with his son. Well, I hate to tell all the Ratatouille fans that a brown rat has a lifespan of two years. So, oh my god, and a black rat's twelve months. He's so dead. Yeah, he's he's been long gone. Is there any other movies that? Uh, Nemo, what's the lifespan of a uh, of a clownfish? Probably, I would guess probably ten years. I don't know. Fish confuse me because turtles are like one hundred and fifty. Clownfish, six to ten years in the wild. Okay, look at me nailing that. Okay, I'm so smart. Now, well, is that a if uh, they don't get eaten by a shark? I was gonna say, is that six to ten years because they. There's just no chance they last a decade without becoming though, food. Some can live even longer if they're well taken care of, yeah. up to thirty years, depending Holy on the species. Shit, they're shortened because in captivity they only live three to five years. They're shortened lifespan. It got captivity has become is because human aquarists don't always provide the best possible care and maintenance. Hmm. Hot seat, human aquarist, Aquar- aquarists, aquarium. I I don't know. Okay, Remy's definitely dead though. Yeah, Remy's Remy's long gone. This was fun, Ty. I I like this format. A little long, longer than I thought. I was worried we were going to be short. But hey, here we are. It was great to talk about these movies. It's good times. And if we just get one of these 10 sequels made, I think we'll be happy. And I will be requesting a check. And if we prevent seven of these 10 sequels, we'll be happy. Because some of them will probably definitely get made. Yeah. I mean, as long as we're batting 300, Mm -hmm. that's an MLB Mm all-star. I'm fine with that. Random AI movie review, movie synopsis. Still doing it, even though there wasn't a review this week. Instead of doing a character, since we're not diving into the world of a movie, mm-hmm. we're talking about the movie industry, I decided to go with an actor. Oh. What is an actor with a noticeable way that they talk? What's the... First uh, one off the top of your head. Christopher Walken. Wrong. Owen Wilson. Oh, yeah. I think you didn't do Christopher Walken because you can't do a good Christopher Walken voice. Can I do a good Owen Wilson? Wow. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> How does he say what? "wow"? Wow, 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 wow. Kind of like Squidward. No, do I sound like Squidward? Yeah, hell yeah. That's the best impression you got, <laughs> and you were trying to do Owen Wilson. <laughs> I think if I told you to do Squidward, you'd fuck <laughs> it up tremendously. But if you tell you to do Owen Wilson, god damn it, that man lives under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> wow, it's Squidward. Wow, have the AI rewi- rewrite this from Squidward. I no, I want to. How does Owen Wilson wow. talk now? Wow, I don't know. It's it's just a wow, wow. No, you're too high pitched though. You got to bring it down an octave. Owen Wilson, wow, wow. I wow. feel like he's just
1: wow.
0: It's like a soft. It's a deeper voice, but it's a soft wow, 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 wow. wow. I think it goes up at the end. Is it even? Yeah, wow wow no (laughs) fuck jay this is such bad radio 30 seconds of wow (laughs) none of them sounded like owen wilson (laughs) wow so like (laughs) there's this group of you know women and they're like redacted right they're uh dancers but not the ballet kind if if you catch my drift (laughs) and like they're just trying to make ends meet but like but life's like Throwing them these curveballs, man. <laughs> so they decide, Diavon. <laughs> <that Theo> <laughs> huh? Is that Theo Vaughn? <laughs> like, just throwing them some curveballs, man. So they decide to uh, take matters into their own hands. You know, they start um, targeting these rich Wall Street guys and like giving them a taste of their own medicine. But uh oh, things start to get kind of wild, and it's like a roller coaster full of like twists and turns and a whole lot of wow! Did that really just happen? <laughs> And, yeah, it's all about, like, friendship, loyalty, and, like, finding your own way in this crazy world. So get ready for some laughs, some drama, and a whole lot of wow moments. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Never thought I'd hear Owen Wilson describing Hustler starring Jennifer Lawrence. (laughs) I mean Jennifer Lopez. How did you get it so quickly? Um, that's, That's real fucking. Wow. I told you it was pretty easy. Yeah, that's fucking great, though. That was you looking through our movie rating scale. And uh, I honestly just thought of a random movie and it popped in my head. Nice. I yeah. said, what would I like Owen Wilson to describe? And I thought of strippers. Yeah. Stripping Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. And I was, I told you before the podcast, this, this was a movie that maybe should get a sequel. Yeah. Just, it was a great film. Honorable mention for sure. Great movie. Just, well, great movie making. Good ability. cinematography. Mm-hmm. I think next time they're releasing an IMAX. <laughs> it's just my opinion. I was thinking D-Box. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think we expand the cast. Okay. I think all the big stars of Hollywood did you just get the whole Florence Pugh clan in Where? there. You just... Brie Larson clan. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Who is the lead of that for me? Brie Larson. Is she the, is she the face of that clan for me? I think so. That group. Uh-huh. Just expand the cast, you know? Mm-hmm. Everything's bigger for the sequel. Mm-hmm. Hustlers XL, like they did with <laughs> Magic Mike. <laughs> Maybe Hustlers Magic Mike crossover. Oh yeah, I would watch half of that movie. (laughs) I'd do it. Um, What are we watching next week, Ty? And reviewing next week, we are reviewing the movie that is going to break the box office. Billions and billions of dollars will be made. It's gonna bomb. Um, That is the DC Universe's first entry of the restart of the restart. Mm -hmm. Blue Beetle, starring George Lopez and the kid from the Karate Kid sequels. Look, man, James Gunn is kind of involved in this, so maybe it'll be good, but it's not going to do well in the box office. I could tell you that much, yeah, it's they're projecting very low numbers um for opening weekend and everything. I will say all of the typical comic book movie guys who have done like the early reviews and shit are saying how, oh, this movie's so fun, it's just what we need. They always say everything's good though, so I'm still holding yeah. out judgment. I hope I'm surprised by it. Oh, yeah, of course. I hope it's good. We don't root against it. Absolutely not. But I do think it'll be really easy to get our tickets for this. I think it'll be fine. I think it's going to be Shazam. Yeah. I think it's Shazam won. Gonna... It's going to be fine. And it's, you know, it is going to be what it is. But what does more, strays or this? This, but barely. Hot take. All right. We'll see. I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Go watch Blue Beetle. Got anything else, Jay? That's it. In the meantime, be a good friend, everybody.